Love that. So welcome, listeners. Welcome, JV Pickers. Host Sway here, back with Working Together, bringing a place worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is hot takes. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs. Certain POV presents Jukebox Vertigo. And once again, we have the core brain trust. Let's get them all together. Amanda, welcome back. Hello. Good to be here, as always. Yes, yes. This is going to be a good week. This is one of those weeks I'm really excited to I get to pick your guys' brains because, oh, we're going to get a good, we're in a good, playful way. Uh, but yeah. I, want, I, want to, I can't wait for you to see how y'all um, present these. And of course, as always, Keith. Yo, um, this is going to be a lot of fun, I think. I think we're going to have a blast with it. I'm really excited to to alarm each other with some hot takes. I think yes. it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, definitely one I've been looking forward to as well. Yep. Yep, yep. This one came out. Came, oh, we'll talk about the about the actual uh, category later. Uh, first, let's get down to some recommendations. Um, I was kind of a bad boy, and I didn't get down to all of my again. Once again, all my uh, all my listens, but I'll come back. I'll come back around to them. There was some a lot of repeats, uh, but I did. I did listen to "Memento uh, Mori" by uh, Depeche Mode, and yes, it was it was relaxingly dark. Mm-hmm. I, I one of those where I didn't I didn't get maybe I should listen to it again, but I didn't get quite. Um, and enjoy the silence type of single in there, but it was just all like just relaxingly dreadful. It was relaxingly dark. It's what I really liked about it. Uh, so yeah, definitely pretty solid. Um, ah, my guitarist Mexican duo that I just will forever love, uh, Rodrigo Gabriel with In Between Thoughts, A New World was so fucking good. Um, I think for a while now they've been stepping away from just like straight up um acoustic jams because I'm pretty sure they've already played up and down. The guitar, both two guitars, two acoustic guitars. So they've been, they've been really incorporating a lot of more um, electric sounds, electric guitars. It's like more of an a, a, you hear a band ensemble in them, but but uh, always um, in this instrumental album. So really, really good stuff. I'd highly recommend it. In between thoughts, a new world. Um, I was into the Mud Honey album, Plastic Eternity. Mud Honey is just it's still very much Mud Honey. If you need that um, that nostalgic type of feel from them from back in the '90s, definitely check out Plastic Eternity. It was pretty good. Um, Beast Multitudes, pretty good. I, again, one of those, one of the kind of another uh, relaxing album uh, that I played on today. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I quite enjoyed it a lot. So, Multitudes was pretty solid. This one, uh, the Mars Volta, Kiyosu uh, Bendiga Mi Corazón. It was, it was an acoustics album. It was an acoustic album of, of all the other songs. So, so if you just want to hear those specific songs. And just now in a much more slow, uh, slower um, rendition, check it out. Um, it was pretty all right. And yeah, time for the singles. Uh, Spirit Box with The Void. That band is not quitting. And I love that they're just like consistently just like putting out either in the album from two years ago into the, the EP and now just like this handful of singles and following them online, like on their tour, like just the the reaction that they get um, from people is just so fucking good. Uh, I love Spirit Box. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Foo Fighters was rescued. A song that came a lot sooner than I thought I was going to show up, and right, it's kind of emotional. Like I, I didn't look, I didn't look into it, so I'm not sure if it was uh, the obviously I was gonna, I was gonna, I was jumping in because of the drums. I was, I was, I wanted to know what was going to be happening there. Um, so I'm, but it sounds, it sounded very Taylor. Like the the, the drums sound very Taylor. So I'm not sure if it was like a like an old track that didn't get released, or just maybe like an like an old like a drum track, and then and they they worked on top of that. Uh, still, so if it was someone else, like you, fuck me, you did a great job of like covering Taylor Hawkins because it felt like a like a solid, 
Foo Fighter songs and with it was it was kind of emotional just like being able to maybe if it wasn't like to hear him again um it, it was very good and and the stuff that had a repeat it's like this band has this hold on me right lately um sure narrowhead uh but with it i fucking love dark thoughts and it's it's a, it's a punk band but it's one of those like where like the the singer has like like he does like that 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 old i don't want to say like old school deep voice he does like this deep voice that's like in your classic punk rock songs not just like raspy and screamy it's really fucking good i fucking love dark thoughts so if you get a chance like listen to it um they're just awesome and i think that's really um, it that i should really uh, that i could really highlight that i've been listening to so manda what are you even listening to nothing new <laughs> again this is like three months running or something yeah um no i've i've been spending a lot of my time revisiting dredge because i remembered them from the last episode and they're awesome love them very much <laughs> so it's just about the only thing new that's made the rounds for me Nice. That's all good. <laughs> and Keith, what have you been listening to since the last time we were here? Uh, a couple things. I really like the Foo Fighters single as well. Um, it's actually Dave Grohl drumming. Oh, okay. I was I was wondering if it could have been him, yeah. but so shit, he did a good job of like even stepping out of his comfort zone because uh, he was so it's really different. So they don't have a permanent touring drummer replacement yet, but he's going to be the studio drummer at least. Sick. So, um, I really liked it though. Yeah, like you said, very emotional. Um, I listened to some AJR, uh, determined that I actually don't like AJR, just really like the DJ is crying for help. We're not a hot which, take yet, Which is a great song. Um, I listened to the album, Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love by Kara Jackson, that uh, country folk album I was telling you about. Okay. And it's so good. Like, Kara's voice just straddles masculine and feminine, like, perfectly. Um, almost like uh, Tracy Chapman. You know, oh. for a long time, we you like, in Fast Car, you're like, I think this is a woman, you know what I mean? Like, and so it's just really, really good. Um, really solid album. I really enjoyed it and could have been my favorite thing I listened to all week, but it wasn't. We'll get to that. Um, I listened to a bunch of WWE th themes because, I mean, yeah, they're fun to listen to. I listened to the Everything But The Girl album, which is their first album in 26 years or something <laughs> like that. Um, it was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I also listened to, I'm just going through my list here. Um, yes. Uh, I listened to the Tiesto album, Drive. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. I, I, I did, I did enjoy it actually. As someone who doesn't listen to a lot of EDM, I actually really liked it. A lot of really good features on it is the thing. Um, it had Ava Max, Tate McRae, and Charlie XCX on it. Oh, nice. Um, it also had a Black Eyed Peas song. I can't recommend that one, but yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're just... We like one-fourth of the Black Eyed Peas on the show. We've made this point before. So, and it's not who you think. <laughs> um, but my listen of the week, and Manda, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to this when I sent it to you. Um, it's a four-track EP from Angel Olsen called Forever Means. Oh, yeah, it's it's dope. I liked it. Yeah, the, the first track I sent her is called Nothing's Free, and it's just this jazzy, like, slow <laughs> Thor jazzy really slow but like sensual like you know when jazz is so slow that e you kind of like feel each each note coming okay. like it's like building you could just feel it and it just drops in front of you like exhausted that's kind of what this is really great sax solo really great organ solo and her voice is just awesome 
really great EP. My only criticism is the first track is so fucking good that the rest of it was just fine in comparison. It wasn't like, it, it was like, oh, this is fine. I'm going to put it back on track one because I really want to hear this again. It was just so good and I loved it so much. It's right now, it's the song of the year for me. Like, I've listened to it a lot. Holy shit. Nice. So, like, I really, really enjoy that album or that song. And I'm probably early for order for EP of the year in my nominations, I should say. Sick. Very, very good. So, um, other than that, it's just most of the usuals. Uh, I'm packing to move. So, I haven't really sat down to like study a lot of music lately. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, and I have a busy week next week, as we know. Um, next week, for those who don't realize, for me and Josue, it's Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. Yep. And then it's Cinco de Mayo. Yep. And then it's Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the hell week for the three of us, over <laughs> two of us. So like, we'll see. And I'll be moving during this as well. And so we'll see. But yeah, um, that's about it. So. Nice, nice, good, good stuff here. So we move on to our precious, precious jukebox. Adding the new page, the latest page, which is hot takes. We'll be friendly, mostly friendly uh, on this one. <laughs> but we do have our hot takes. Obviously, we love music in the on the in the show. Uh, but again, but we're also going to have our very much opinions on certain things. So, but we're also adding songs that we like. So this should be a lot of fun. I came to my hot takes a little bit later, or just like. I could not think of it last week. I could not think of it last week. And I was like, I'm obviously with the show looming. I was like, all right, I need to buckle down. And then then I actually had fun like the whole day picking like my songs. I'm like, cool. That's it. I got them all. Usually they'll like, look at like the songs here and there. Um, or super last minute. But this one was just like really, really fun to ponder. Um, Amanda, how'd, how'd you come up on yours? Man, I had such a hard time. I had nothing until like this afternoon, this evening. Nice. Um, so there's there's stuff that I think of that I'm like, there's music that I like that I know is crap. Yeah. But I recognize that it's crap. So it's not a hot take. Like the fact that I listen to it doesn't count as a hot take. So it's really right. stuck on that. Um, but once I kind of started digging into it, I realized there's there's a couple, a couple that I feel very strongly about and like a couple that are a little more softballs, but you know, I, I had fun getting to the conclusion. Right. I think my first my first two were like that. Like kind of spoiler on my first two is it's are kind of like bands I I well, at least the second one I really, really do enjoy. Um, but so I'd like kind of go like and take a step back and like critique it in a sense. It's like, okay, what is my hot take for this project? Uh, this how how I saw one of them, but we'll get to that one in a second. Um, Keith, how did you come up on yours? I had way too many. I ended <laughs> up with I, I ended up with twelve and made myself stop. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is for me, hot takes are literally we we talked about this when we did guilty pleasures that. Much mm-hmm. like Dave Grohl, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Yeah. You either like something or you don't. And Hot Takes is literally the best version of guilty pleasures for me. Literally, fuck you, I like this, you know, basically. So that's <laughs> perfect for me. So um, I had a lot of fun, and I am so excited to get into mine because I, I, I told Josue, one of my picks, if I gave each of you 100 chances to guess... You wouldn't even get the artist. (laughs) So, and I'm very excited. And I think I'm going to get a laugh out of Amanda when I say it. And I can't wait. All right, then let's get down to sharing. So opening it up, I'm going first. And so my, my first hot take is Blink stops being good after high school. Blink-182 stops being good after high school. They were almost one of my hot takes. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no, man, it's one of yours. Oh no. <laughs> it's not a good no, it's not. <laughs> That's okay. They're super they're super nostalgic. Uh obviously. Like they're 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 a good band to kind of go back to, but I don't get the same like I don't get the same like feeling I get oh. since like from high school or before when I just like to really jam out to like where they're like, oh, they're fucking there for me. Uh, <laughs> it could have been Neighborhoods because that one came out literally the year after I graduated. And I was like, that there it is. I knew it. Like, it's just like it's, I've, I've, I've moved on, I guess. Uh, but again, there are a handful of songs I do generally like. Um, and that's so, and, and it's funny. It's funny enough that the song I'm going with is kind of a in the hot take realm. But and also and also highlights more like they both come in and sing it, sing and play into it. Uh, but I much prefer uh, the Mark songs. So I'm glad that it's like during the chorus, like the intro, like and then on the outro, like they 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 do that. They, they they do the thing where they sing at the same time. But the main, the meat of it in the middle is just all Mark, and he delivers it so well. And I'm going with Stockholm Syndrome. It's like it's kind of aptly just like I always come back to them because it's still Blink, but I'll I'll be talking my shit. But Stockholm Syndrome is so good. Um, offer their um. 2003's uh, self-titled, it's just like everybody, honestly, on, on all the songs, but this was one of the highlights for me where everybody's so fucking on point. Um, Tom is just insane on his guitars. Like, for, like, a lot of these songs, he's, he really just, like, stepped it up and almost, like, became a, a different guitarist. Um, I really do generally, generally like the, the guitars and, like, the, this whole album. Um, and he just fucking wilds out. Um, Mark in the song, his bass is just super fucking low and just it, it's, it's really good. And, and Travis just goes without saying, just like being all over the place. Um, but yeah, Stockholm Syndrome is my first one. And Hot Take Bing, Blink Stop Being Good After High School. <laughs> so my, my best friend bought me a, two tickets to go see Blink with her when they come to town. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like that's coming up um, next month. We're, we're very excited. Take. And I'm on, I'm on deck to go if the other person counts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, can, you can't be you can't hate on them too much. Oh, I'll still get very upset. <laughs> I'll just wear my I'll just buy a Sum Forty One T-shirt and wear it. So, <laughs> That's uh, fine. Uh, cool, oh, wow, man. So, Manda, what is your, <laughs> your first hot take? Um, first one I'm gonna go with the most mild one that I have. <laughs> Um, and this is, I feel like, such a cop because I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show. Or, like, if not on the show, after the show or something. But um, I I feel like Post Malone's songs that are the most listened to and the most recognized suck a lot of ass. <laughs> like, a lot of ass. And I don't understand. Like, I just, I do not get it. And that's, like, he gets love for the other songs. Like, don't, don't think that he does it. But it's just, like... We're talking like 60 million plays to like a hundred million plays, you know, like 300 million plays. Um, like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. So <laughs> that's, that's my mild hot take. But yeah, I, I picked um, my favorite song off of 12 Carat Toothache is Waiting for Never, which again, like it, it does get love. The whole album gets love, but it's not like the top most played. It's not in the top three. And it's my favorite right. off that album. So post Malone's mainstreams aren't that hot. Is your is yeah. your <laughs> yes? <laughs> Good, cool. And Keith, your first one. Okay, it's time to reveal. Oh, yeah, uh, it's time to reveal my insanely specific hard mode category. I made my list. I looked down at it and I realized, oh, I've already have a hard mode, and I just wiggle it a little bit. It'll work. 
my hard mode is all of these artists are Scandinavians that start with a vowel. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> like, yes, that's how weird it was. I looked down, I'm like, ha, huh. okay. So my first one is ABBA. Nice. Here's my hot take for ABBA. By a wide margin, the best song by ABBA is SOS. <laughs> I like other ABBA songs, don't get me wrong, but SOS is the only song of theirs that I would say is a great song. Like, Dancing Queen's a good song, you know what I mean? Like, there's good songs. Gimme, gimme, gimme is a good song. SOS is a great fucking song. And I know it's not the song anyone thinks of about ABBA, but I don't care. It's the ABBA song to me. And I will fight anyone to the death over this. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go. Okay, cool. So for the second one, going to round twos. Okay. This is one I, I, I fucking love this band. I, I've always loved, loved this band. Uh, but so, so that's, that gives me credit to talk shit. And that is Slipknot peaked at Iowa. Bro. <laughs> yeah. No, you have no idea. You, like, yeah, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. Both of yours are actually honorable mentions for me. Oh, no, but, shit. but not the exact, not the exact take. But mm-hmm. my, the band's also involved in my hot takes. Is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, so, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Slipknot peaked at Iowa. I I do love uh, Volume Three of the Vermilion Verses. That's around the time like when I was actually getting to the band. Um, but just some of the songs like. Some of the later songs don't really quite land on, land for me, um, like and and then and I bought the the, the deluxe the the deluxe edition when uh, when I bought the CD and some of those songs are these like highlighting Scream this, this song I picked by the way, uh, Scream should have been part of the main album over um, uh, Danger Don't Get Close or uh, or the Nameless I would have taken Scream over the Nameless basically um, on that album afterwards, All Hope Is Gone just was like. Man, was everybody just highlights the all of us gone, but it's just such a meh album. The great chapter either should have waited or that that should have not been Paul Gray's like honor, honorable uh album because it it's sometimes it, the next one should have been fucking the, the that album because that was awesome. So, and I and self titled goes about saying self titled is perfect. Uh, so yeah, that, that just leaves Iowa and the whole thing just fucking rips. Or sometimes it sometimes they can be better than the, than the self titled. It just depends on how you're feeling, um, or who record, or who who hold that opinion. But uh, there's a lot of fucking great, great fucking just angst and just like anger in the, in Iowa. And the song I'm going with is "Left Behind." I fucking love "Left Behind." It's, it's, it's one of the, if, if it's in if it's on a karaoke fucking list, I'm gonna fucking belt it. It's it's gonna it's gonna go down. Um, and also just the music video is just so dark with like the kid living by himself and just eating that super gross cereal. And like this kid's just like bullying him. It's like, yeah, it just, it just it's really bad. But uh, Slipknot Left Behind is my number two. Manda, what's your second hot take? Um, my second hot take again is fairly wild. Um, <laughs> so this is something that had a much bigger impact when it was released. Okay. Um, sorry, my talk jumped up on me. I don't know if you heard that. Um, <laughs> so when it came out, um, Green Day's Warning was kind of hated on a lot um i dug it i thought it was perfectly good and just like every other green day like there's nothing it's not as big of a departure as people made it out to be um i feel like it fits in well with like their whole discography 
I, I don't think that it deserves the hate that it got or the low listens that it gets. Um, I picked the song Fashion Victim off of it. I just feel like it's a, like, you could mix it in on any other album sort of song. Like, it's good and it stands out, but, like, it's it's very Green Day, you know? Really? Like, like it would fit in with anything else. So, yeah, that's my second hot take, <laughs> mildly, that Warning was not a bad album by Green Day. And nice. I picked Fashion Victim as the song. And, and it's it's not like if anything like I fucking owe a lot to to warning specifically to, like the song, um. I learned warning just by visual by visuals, uh, <laughs> on a one random random summer afternoon, and little Josue was watching Mad TV, and they were the music guest appearances, and they play and they were playing Warning, and I'm looking over, it's like, well, this sounds this obviously it's a good bop, but I'm looking over, I'm actually finally seeing Billy Joel like playing, and I'm like. A D G back to D. I can fucking I can fucking play that. I literally <laughs> ran into my room, brought the guitar, out, and started following him. And I was like, "Yo!" I I, I literally instantly learned like "Warning" right, right then and there because <laughs> it's just such a great fucking song. But it is like so easy to learn. I uh, was like, "Yeah, beginner songs to, to learn." So I was like, "That was one of like I, I fucking always like have a fond memory with Warning." So yeah, Warning is a great album. <laughs> it is good for beginner songs too. <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> um, Keith, your number two. Okay, I'm going to change the orders of mine. I just decided. <laughs> uh, my second one is, this is probably my weakest as a hot take, but I don't care. Um, I'm going to add the song. Okay, no, actually, I know how to present this. Okay, in the year 2011, there were a bunch of really, really good albums that came out. Just to give you an example of the albums that came out in 2011, The Black Keys' El Camino came out. Okay. Uh, Lady Gaga, um, which one was it? It was uh, Born This Way came out, right? Adele, fucking Adele, 21, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it came out that year, okay? But to me, and this is a hard stance I'm taking, okay? I don't care what anyone says. To me, the best album of that year is of Monsters and Men. Like, their album from that year, and I know this, this is, people are going to disagree with this, but they're not going to care enough to argue with it is why it's a weak <laughs> one, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but uh, My Head is an Animal is one of my favorite albums of all time. And we already have two tra tracks from this album on the playlist. But when I sat down and looked at the list, I was like, yeah, this is better than every single one of these albums. Sick. I would rather listen to this again. So I'm going to go with Of Monsters and Men. Uh, for their third track on the playlist. And since the other two big hits are already on the playlist, I'm going to go ahead and add Dirty Paws. Dirty Paws. Nice. Um, I'm curious what I would consider. I'd probably 2011 album. That's interesting. I've been, I've been, I've been kind of looking back because Rolling Stones has a top 100 of every year you can go back and look at. Yeah. And I've been looking back through them being like, what do I think it was? You know, there was there was a fucking Fleet Foxes album that year. Hopelessness Blues came out that year. And I still I think did. it's better. So... Yeah. So Dirty Paws by Of Monsters and Men. Once again, a vowel. So nice. Cool. Uh, now going into switching up the genres here. My third hot take is that Spitting Bullet to Heaven is a good and equal album to the rest of Kid Cudi's catalog. Spitting Bullet to Heaven is a dark. That's like the like the, the rocker one, the grungy one that right. just talks shit, shit over. But my my thing is that like you, you cannot call yourself a true Kid Cudi fan if you do not appreciate this album. Yeah, it doesn't have like the same the same amount of hits, but it's like 
it's the person behind in this music that has always been there. If you actually did listen, do listen to Kid Cudi for like on the and uh, Man, uh, Man of the Moon one two Indie Cud um, and Satellite Moon, you know that he comes from a very very dark place, from a very emo place. Like he's always been that person, whether when he sometimes shows it or not. And Spinning Bullets to Heaven just showcased all of that because you did hit that fucking hard spot. Um, I guess like my hot take onto the album is that um, is that maybe this I guess like a hot take into this one part two is like maybe this one should have been like a Wizard 2 album and like maybe brought in like more of an ensemble with the band because the only thing that hurts it is just like sometimes like the certain directions could have been like oh maybe we should switch this up like what like when you get in a band but the fact that he did all of this like the like good 95% was all him um, like instrumentation wise it's just it goes to show how passionate he was towards what he wanted to get out um and the song I'm going with is the is the album closer, Embers. And so then going off of like how much of a dark song this is, after going through the whole thing, it's just like you get to Embers and it's almost like the last cigarette that he's gonna have before he decides what he's gonna do. The whole time he's going to say he's, the whole time he's singing, I really like I really gotta leave, I really gotta leave, and he'll say something else and goes into I really don't wanna leave, I really don't wanna leave. So it's almost like like picking the petals off of like the rose, but instead of like, does she like me or not? It's just like, do I even wanna be here or not? Um, and down to like at least like in in my head canon is is I'm I'm glad he's here because like in, in the song uh, the song ends for me uh that he that he does follow through with it because it just it's almost like he takes like a step back from like the microphone and he just screams down it's like into the room being like thank you ladies and gentlemen bye and just it, it just it just it fucking hits every fucking time every goddamn time it gives me the chills um. But yeah, so that's my hot take. Speeding Bullet to Heaven is a good and equal album to the rest of his catalog and the song with Embers. So, Amanda, you're number three. All right. Um, there is nothing wrong with Brendan Urie or Viva Lost Vengeance. And oh my god. Fucking Panics fan okay. base and Fallout Boys fan base are garbage and stupid, and I hate them. Um, listen. If you were expecting Brendan Neary to put out music, this is exactly what you should have been expecting. He's been panic by himself for a couple of albums now, and this is not a far departure from his earlier albums. It's not great. It's just not unexpected. Like, it's not the best album ever. Um, probably I won't continue to listen to it for very long, but it's, it's such a natural progression of what he was already doing and like the kind of person he is and i feel like if this song would have come out when people were huge fans like this album would have come out when people were huge fans in fucking high school or whatever they would have loved it they would have fucking eaten it up and like he just gets so much hate for personal shit that isn't even true like people try to paint him as a pedophile because they met his wife at a concert she's the same age as him like, yeah shut the fuck up I don't know. I'm mad about it. I'm mad because I didn't get into Panic until, like, it was just Brendan Urie's. So, I don't... I'm not surprised by this album. Thor agrees with me. Come here, back. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> He's so mad. He either agrees or disagrees very strongly. He's um, like, shut up, Amanda. I, I just, like, I saw so much, like, people just turning, a like, completely around on... Um, they were singing his praises before. He was such a cool dude. Then all of a sudden, like, no, we've always hated him. He's always been terrible to his fans. And 
for literally no reason just because they don't like the fucking album like i don't know man it's not that bad of an album it's not that bad to trash somebody's reputation that yeah. fan base sucks because they're the horrible people i don't know why either brendan yuri or a dude from follow boy patrick has to be only one of them can be a good singer we can't <laughs> we can't recognize both of them you have to like one or the other they can't both be talented. It's so fucking stupid. But anyway, I had to pick a song off of Viva Last Vengeance, so I picked Say It Louder. Say It Louder, cool. Say It Louder. For the record, I've always hated Brittany <laughs> and Panic at the Disco. He is who he is. Like, he is... He could be straight out of a musical, and that's the kind of fucking music he yeah. writes. And it's over the top and ridiculous and dramatic. And I like it for those reasons. Yeah. I don't know how you could like somebody like that. And then something over the top and dramatic comes out and you're like, oh, this one's trash, though. It's yeah. the same. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Shut up. So goddamn that's good. Great. Love it. <laughs> that's our first actual hot take. I love it. Yeah, yeah good bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith, you're number three. This is going to be an incredibly hot take, but neither of you are going to give a shit. That's the problem. <laughs> so, okay. I have a weird, weird obsession that I've never told. I know I never told this way about. I think I've mentioned Amanda in the past. <laughs> um, there was a performer that won Eurovision several years ago <laughs> that I became absolutely obsessed with for a while. And I still kind of am. Um, and my hot take is, well, it's a two part hot take. First of all, I think he's the best Eurovision winner ever and no one can convince me otherwise. And ABBA won one year. <laughs> and the second part of the hot take is the song that he won for is probably his worst song. So, um, his name is Alexander Ryback, R-Y-B-A-K. Uh, if you've ever watched Eurovision, you'll know him as the guy with the violin. Um, his song is called Fairy Tale. That's not the song I'm choosing. It's fine, I guess. It deserved a win. It was good. But if you listen to the rest of his back catalog, it's so fucking good. And he has a song called Funny Little World. That is one of my favorite songs. And he doesn't even play the violin. Like, he plays it but he plucks the strings. He doesn't use oh, the bow. Sick. And it's just a sappy, like, saccharine love song. Like, it's just the cheesiest shit you'll ever listen to. But <laughs> I fucking love it. And, he, and he's Norwegian, so, like, he, he, like, Norse is his language, his primary language, but he sings in English. So there's, like, little eccentricities when people don't normally speak English. Is it? You know, and it's a little clunky, and it's just adorable. It makes it even better. He's fucking adorable, okay? I can't stress enough how cute <laughs> this guy is. Like, I absolutely love him, and he, he's just so good. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, got, I guess he's from Belarus. Oh, that's weird. He represented Norway, so okay. I'm counting it. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah, Alexander Ryback, and it's called Funny Little World, and he's absolutely adorable. And yeah, everybody should like Alexander and Ryback. He is fantastic. Plus, he's, he's he's talented. Like I could go on forever about this man. Like, yes, did I, he get a I cameo really, in the movie. He did. If okay. you watch it, he's the one playing uh, violin. violin in the okay. big scene. I just sent you a picture of him so you can check him out. So let's see. But yeah, he's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely kidding. <laughs> so yeah, Alexander Ryback, funny little world. 
All right. Going into last rounds. Really excited to share this one because this one came, this one came and swooped in well, an original hot take. So like that hot take, the hot take will be an honor mention. But what I'm going with is actually, let me just double check I didn't already have this song because this is one of my favorites. Um, that one. Fuck. I did add this one already. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Um, Outcast. Equemenime. Uh, oh, yeah. You read that early. Yeah. I remember that. Um, uh, I'm not ready for this. I'm, I guess I'm going to go back to my original hot take. And, and it's, it's, and it's because he was in the, so he was, uh, the feature in the song, but it just goes to prove my point anyway. Uh, so my, so come, so just come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Uh, um, uh, original hot take. <laughs> my original hot take is that Frank Ocean is overrated. <laughs> oh, those are fighting words, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frank Ocean is overrated, riding off the coattails of decade-old music that has since does fall dated. And where where is this? It's like he just get he just gets credited with so much hype. And it's just been, what, literally 10 years into six, seven years from Blonde and the sprinkle of, of singles. And, like, they just don't land for me. I was trying to find, like, a song that I could actually pick for him. Uh, too much, so much so that I had to, like, interject. Like, maybe it's just, I just I don't want to be just a complete hater. But let me just put on one Sir song. And I get, I got so much more out of that song than like the last like the previous seven songs i had just listened to trying to find one um but sure enough and, it's a good, and, and um so the song i'm going with is is pink matter uh from uh from orange and we're uh, featuring audrey 3000 and yeah it's like and again like he just doesn't do it for me but when audrey comes on it's like yo i perked the fuck up and it's like i'm i'm listening once again uh so that that, that was my my hot take i was gonna throw away but Damn it! I should have had another um, podcast song uh, prep. But I'll, I'll get to why they were gonna come up on during my honorable mentions. So nice, Rank Ocean, Pulp Matter. That's um, you uh, you forgot about the song Slide. By the way, that's a, that's a fucking banger song. Oh, okay, with, with him and Migos and um, oh. Calvin Harris. That song kicks fucking ass. It's, but it's really groovy too. Like Frank Ocean sometimes gets a little too like sad. Yeah. Uh, so th this has more of a groove and it's really awesome. So should have gotten around to it. Okay, uh, Amanda, what is your last pick? Uh, so my last pick, my last hot take, I guess, is that um, Eric Wilson and Bud Gago. Nah, God, I think. Like, I looked it up before this and I couldn't fucking remember. I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck it up. Um, Eric and Bud don't get enough fucking love from Sublime. Um, I I feel like people act like Bradley was the whole fucking band. And right. he had his own thing, man. He had his own soul he brought to the whole project. But like Long Beach Dove All-Stars, Sublime with Rome, it's all good music. I understand the fucking controversy with the name of Sublime with Rome. Why that's a hot take. Like liking them at all is a hot take. But like these dudes are mad talented and Fucking amazing legendary musicians that got no love after Bradley passed. Yeah. Um sure. so, especially Eric. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, so the song that I, I picked, I wanted to pick something from Sublime with Rome because for all of the naming controversy, it's really good fucking music. Um, so I picked Panic by um Sublime with Rome from Years Truly. 
Nice. Uh, oh, we both that's, muted. <laughs> that, that's a pretty good hot take. I like yeah, that. no, it is. <laughs> you know, it's a very true one to like actually give um, highlights like elsewhere. Yeah, no, very good, very good stuff. How many, how many Sublime fans can name the other members of the band? You know what yeah, I mean? Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's just Bradley was the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Fun fact, um, Amanda knows this. I created an original character, one of my favorite characters ever, and he's named Bradley Gaw after two members of the Sublime. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. All right, and Key, how are you going to close out the jukebox this time? Okay, honorable mentions. Let's go down the list. Uh, so, Josue, my honorable mention about Blink-182 is some 41 is better than Blink-182. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, okay. My honorable mention for Slipknot was Stone Sour is better than Slipknot. <laughs> so, Wrong, but yeah. Okay. Um, also fitting the Scandinavian, yes, I had more than four Scandinavian ones on here. Um, this is tangentially related. The song Take On Me by AHA, the Weezer cover's better. I think it's just a much better recording. Like, I like AHA. It's a good song, but the Weezer version is much better. It comes together as a band better. Um, right. And also, I was trying to come up with something for Avicii oh. um, because I got listening to him this week, but I, I just couldn't think of a hot take because he's well-respected. You know what I mean? So, Perfect. Yeah. And then... Um, also Scandinavian. Uh, Kings of Convenience, I couldn't think of a hot take. Uh, you know, like just that they should be the biggest band in the world. They should be bigger than Mumford and Sons, I guess. And but they're not. Um, Robin, also Scandinavian. Um, Robin, Dancing on My Own is probably the best pop song that's ever been released and no one talks about it. Um, that's that's a hot take right there for you. Um, uh, outside of the Scandinavian thing, uh, Billy Joel's better than Elton John. I don't care. Oh, okay. Um, Alanis, or Alanis Morissette's best music is not on Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> um, in fact, um, my favorite song by her is Everything. It makes me cry every time I hear it. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, I tried to come up with a hot take on Taylor Swift. Sort <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> fight myself. <laughs> well, I was trying to be like, okay, what do people hate about Taylor? And I was like, there's some songs people fucking hate. Like, look what, look what you made me do. And I love that fucking song. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to have that argument. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to let that one go. So, <laughs> And uh, finally, I couldn't find a way to word it, but Gavin DeGraw should have been a much bigger deal. Okay. I don't know why he just disappeared from the face of the earth. Um, as far as singer-songwriters go, I think he's probably one of my favorites ever. Like, he's fucking great. Thanks. Um, and to be honest, I would have added him if I didn't see the Norwegian or the Scandinavian pattern <laughs> and because I was going to add this cover of change is going to come, which has seven minutes of silence at the end. Oh, so, shit. I didn't want to do that to you during a listen party. So. <laughs> so, all right. So this is going to be, this is going to be my actual pick. Okay. This is going to be the weirdest pick anyone's ever added to this playlist. I apologize in advance. <laughs> and, the reason I'm adding this last is because I have I have a specific request of host way. When you do the listen party, you have to watch the video. Oh, okay. Please remind. Okay, please remind me though, because I will. I will it. I'll be in chat. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's this group called Ilvis. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you might know them as the people that did the Fox song, as in what does the Fox say? <laughs> I'm not adding that song. Don't worry. 
that song is a plague upon existence that should not exist. Like, Does this sound familiar? Like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> they are a comedy duo of brothers. Yeah. The Fox song sucks. <laughs> it sucks, and I'm not adding it. But my hot take is, if you ignore that song, Elvis is better than Weird Al. Oh, shit. <laughs> I really think they are. I was, First of I... all, they, they don't do parodies. Uh-huh. They have their own original songs, but all these different genres. And they're bangers. They're great. And they could do, like, power metal. They can do rap. They can do, like, folk. They did a fucking dubstep song. Like, and they're all hilarious. Elvis is, like, one of my guiltiest pleasures. I fucking love them. I'll sit and we'll listen to their videos, watch their videos all day long. There's a little controversy with Elvis that I want to address in case anyone uh, is listening. And it's like, wait a minute. So occasionally, they will say things that appear to be homophobic, but they're actually being sarcastic. If you if you know the guys, and this song I'm picking is a good example because it's they're using the homophobic language to piss off angry straight guys is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So the song I'm picking is called Massachusetts, <laughs> and it's a song about how great Massachusetts is. Keep in mind they're from Norway, okay. <laughs> Um, basically they're, they call it paradise on earth. They, uh, they say, uh, uh, cultures living hand in hand in perfect harmony, which is great if you know anything about Boston. And then they start confusing it with South Africa. Um, (laughs) and then the very end of it is, um, they, they alternate singing about how great Massachusetts is and about how, if you're in Massachusetts, you're probably gay. And it's really funny. Like, there's there's a great, like, uh, it, there's a line, like, where it's, like, um, uh, so, oh, yeah, uh, it's, like, Boston City Skyline, a picnic in the park, something, 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 and suddenly you're sucking on a cock. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> there's a line, just because you're kissing a man doesn't make you gay. And there's a line that's, it's, like, who hasn't ever looked at the hunk on the bus and said, mm, I want to sit on your lap? But, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. And I love it so much. And they're just... They're just so funny. Like, I recommend all their songs. Um, I really like Old Friends, which is a really twisted, weird song. I really like their acapella song, which is about being an acapella group. And just fucking blast pentatonics to shreds. They they hire pentatonics lookalikes to play them, basically. And they're like, <laughs> the magic of, you know, like, acapella is just so funny. Um, and... Someone Like Me, which is a song that is a very romantic, slow song about a man wondering why women don't love him. And he's like, is it the way I sing my song? Something, something, something. And then he just starts playing dubstep. And he basically he's really into dubstep is the joke. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's so, I love Elvis so much. I would go on a rant for hours about Elvis. <laughs> uh, oh, I would mentioned The Cabin where, this guy's trying to get his girlfriend or his wife to go to his family's cabin out in the wilderness. And it's all about how cabins in the wilderness suck. Like, he's just like, and if you like pissing outside, this is definitely the place for you. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's so funny. He's like, it's cold in here, but in 18 hours, it's going to be hot. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's so good. So, Elvis, Y L V I S, Massachusetts. And it, you have to watch the video because it just <laughs> makes it better. Like, <laughs> Half the jokes you won't get if you're not strictly paying attention. So it's not the kind of thing you would need. Oh. To, you would be able to play a game to. You know, oh, what I mean? sure. So, okay. Yeah. So hottest take of the world. Elvis is better than Weird Al, and I like Weird Al. I'm not gonna lie, but Elvis is better than Weird Al. I thought and you were gonna go like their. 
I thought, I thought you were going to say, like, oh, that they are better than someone else, but I thought you were going to pick, like, Lonely Island or something with, damn, Weird Al. Oh, they're way better than Lonely Island. <laughs> I don't like Lonely Island. I like two songs by Lonely Island. Um, yeah, but also, I should mention, they're also really accomplished musicians. Yeah. Like, if you listen to some of the other songs, they can do, like, a power metal guitar shred and, like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I really, really what's the, that song is, they probably haven't just heard it forever. It's John uh, Egeland, which is it's a random song they wrote about a UN ambassador that they're like, the ambassadors never get credit, so we're going to write a, a power metal song about how awesome he is. And the guy, they didn't tell the guy. <laughs> and it came out, and the guy's like, what? He's like a middle-aged white dude. He's like, why does this song exist? And they have the crowd chanting the guy's last name at concerts and stuff. And he's like, what? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Elvis, uh, uh, stop me. Go on. Move, move on. Oh, um, the re- repeats uh, report. Uh, ABBA and Green Day are up to two. Kid Cudi and Of Monsters and Men are up to three. And Slipknot is up to four. Nice, nice. Everybody else is new. Yes, that's right. We do not have a Panic at the Disco song or a Blink-182 song oh, on the playlist no. yet. Oh, that's the first Panic song? <laughs> I'm the worst person. <laughs> I'm actually the worst person. I'm sorry. That's good. <laughs> so moving backwards, Amanda, do you have any mentions? Oh. I do have a couple. There were, there were like artists that I know that I probably have unpopular opinions about, but I don't know enough about them really. So, you know, like I, I, so pop artists like Sam Smith, fucking love Sam Smith. I don't, I don't know, man. Like he's popular, but also people have opinions about him. I just, I don't know what my hot take is there. Um, Selena Gomez, she gets a lot of fucking hate. She gets put up against like Ariana Grande and shit. I think she's dope. Um, Pink, I, I like Pink a lot. She's very talented. Um, and then the only one that's like really coherent is, um, Blue Oyster Call. I, I feel like oh, Don't sure. Fear the Reaper is not the song that should be. The biggest hit. Your song, right? Uh, you're right. One hundred percent. Nice. It's uh, just, it's just, a, it's a meme song. Is all it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, they're like, ah, the cowbell. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, for for mine, I I had more, uh, but not more because uh, it's just like I'm just gonna uh, say it to you. But I want my own mentions are like the hot take on mentions. I didn't really have like bands settled. Um, I wanted to have um a hot take for for best lineup. But I could just I couldn't think of like a band like to just to fit that yet or just. To, probably just need more time um but going back to um the the outcast song my hot take for about uh not to say outcast but my hot take is that andre 3000 is the best mc of my generation was uh that was my hot take for it and it's just like the dude is just so he's just so well versed the the way his the way he just flip on a verse on the fucking same song i guess like for what i will mention is equipment is already on the playlist Listen to that shit. The way again, it's highlighting the bass because it's the first initial note <laughs> on the bass is just everything, and it's such a chill. It's one of those chill songs. Uh, reminiscing about home, just being like, "Yo, we're all fucking kings and queens here." Um, but then when the song ends, you think it ends, but yo, that fucking part B when it flips on the fucking dime, and that big uh, big boy comes in first, but Andre's part. Andre's part where like I what the term is but like the way he ends like every fucking end with like the same thing or, or rhyming the same thing is just perfect it just shows like it just it showcases his caliber how much of how much of a fucking great MC he uh, he is and god damn it do I want another I cast off for for the today era I um I have a hot take for your hot take it Andre isn't even the best member of Outcast. who is sorry <laughs> boy no <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. 
maybe I'll give it to you for for uh, speaker box over love below. Maybe. Yes, one hundred percent. But that's it. But that's it. Like anything before yeah. that, it's just like I, I give it to Andre. I think the way you move is probably my favorite Outcast song too. It is. But I'm also basic, so. <laughs> oh, damn it. Sweet. So damn. So that closes off the jukebox this time. I I fucking love this. I love this a lot. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this. Is. Actually, that's why they kept it off. Like, I won't have to, like, play the game because we'll cap it off on watching. Uh, There's always, like, oh, I need another race, you know, like, moment, too. So I was yeah. like, oh, now you don't. So Sweet. Uh, awesome. So that'll be for the listening party. So moving on to new releases. Keith, what do you see on your end? This week, I have some big ones. Um, I do have the Eurovision playlist, actually, all 37 songs for Eurovision this year. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, also, BB Rexa has a new album coming out called BB. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably listen to it. Um, Cradle Filth ah. with Trouble and Their Double Lives. Yeah. yeah. I guess it says there's... It's it, I don't know if it's like a a greatest hits with new with a few new songs or maybe... The reviews are kind of weird. They, they're not quite clear about it. So, okay. uh, Jack Harlow with Jackman. Um, Jack Harlow is hit or miss, man. When he <laughs> hits, he hits. Like the the feature on um, on Lil Nas X is fucking great. But okay. when he doesn't hit, he fucking misses. <laughs> so we'll see. And the other one, the one I'm most excited about is The National with the first two pages of Frankenstein. Um, this album is going to have features by Sufjan Stevens, Phoebe Bridgers, and Taylor Swift. So you bet your ass I'm listening to it. Um, yeah, really, really cool. So uh, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I can move on to next week if you don't have anything yet. Uh, you said the creative that was, was Trouble on their Double Lives? Yes. Okay, it, it, it's a live album. Oh, okay. It's a live album, but it opens with not a live song, so it could be like a new song, and then it just goes into like the live performance. Yeah, it had two. It, it said some. There's notes about two new tracks. I bet, and like it, the, so. the last year, are like really lengthy, so I can't see like the rest of the of the songs. Uh, yeah. Um, the other ones I do want to highlight is the Sixty Nine Eyes uh, released uh, "Death of Darkness." Curious on that, and and my boys Moloto. So what kind of dirty songs they come up with? Um, Solo de Lira. So I'll definitely be listen- listening to that one. Uh, but that's kind of like the only highlights I got. Thanks. Uh, next week, I have even less. I only have three tr- three albums for next week. Uh, Conway the Machine, Won't He Do It? I'm definitely going to listen to this. I bet this is going to fucking kick ass. Um, So, yeah, definitely going to listen to that. Uh, Atmosphere is making that's a new cool. album. Uh, so many other realities exist simultaneously, which is a great fucking name. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I like that the first comment is the praying hands. And it says, please break the streak of mid-albums. I'm like, that's mean. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> Southsiders is good, but Southsiders is also from like 2014, 20, 2015. So yeah. Um, they, they, I was going to highlight their their EP. They did put on, they've been putting out EPs, but they, he kind of does that in in that way where he uses the EPs in preparation for the album. So I'm excited yeah. that the will be out. And then the big album of next week. Amanda, are you ready? No, oh, no. It's the new Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. It's it's as tradition with Ed Sheeran, 
He uses punctuation to name his albums. <laughs> so this one is a minus sign. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do you ask for that at the store? It's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely going to be listening to that, obviously. So, uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Sweet. Awesome. So, and with that, we move on to the roulette. Keith, what are we going to talk about the next episode? Uh, next episode is the end of this group of categories. Five. So what that means is, according to our new tradition, every five categories, we go back to the roulette. Jukebox roulette, baby. I need to have some songs prepared for this because I've been thinking about some. I was like, oh, what if I get the roulette on this one? I was like, I will not be prepared for for some of these uh, categories. (laughs) And we... um. We definitely need to get a guest for this one. I know. I have do a you want of, a couple of mine? Mm-hmm. Cool, so, cool. We'll, we'll reach everybody out. So, yeah. well, that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for your great picks, Amanda. Any plugs and shoutouts? Yeah, just so usually you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mandaladon. Excellent, and Keith. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at WHI Podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz at WHI Podcast Liz. And you can find our other show, We Have Issues, at WHI Podcast. That's our weekly comic book show. We review every comic that comes out. It comes out every Saturday morning. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll get an alert when it does, as well as timestamps for each publisher, a list of all the comics, and uh, yeah, just a lot of really good fun news and me talking trash when I forget to switch Twitter accounts. So make sure to <laughs> check that out. Nice. And thank you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. Follow Adjubox Vertigo on Twitter for the master playlist link to most music services. I, myself, am at Josue Reads Josue and Josue Plays Josue on Twitter and Twitch, respectively. Check me out every other Monday on Twitch when episodes air. I host listening parties and get down to all the songs that we just talked about. Feel free to shout us the theme you want to do, and we can work out to prioritizing it. And with the episode over, take the time to check the fresh, to check the fresh page on the Jukebox let us know what you would have added and feel the vertigo. CPOV. CertainPOV.com. Hey. Oh, hey, Jeff. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, talking about Superman. Oh, cool. I could talk about Superman. I could talk some more about Superman. We know. I'll bet a few people would want to get in on this. I'm down. You know it. That sounds like fun. I'll do it. Cool. Let's do it. We can call the show Men of Steel. And you can find it at CertainPOV.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Yay.